Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Zwans, and today is the feast of Saints Simon and Jude, Apostles. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and and to to you, my brothers and sisters, that that I have greatly sinned in in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and and on on earth earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, Have mercy on us, for you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who by the blessed Apostles have brought us to acknowledge your name, graciously grant, through the intercession of Saints Simon and Jude, that the Church may constantly grow by increase of the peoples who believe in you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. You are no longer aliens or foreign visitors. You are citizens like all the saints and part of God's household. You are part of a building that has the apostles and prophets for its foundations, and Christ Jesus himself for its main cornerstone. As every structure is aligned on him, all grow into one holy temple in the Lord, and you too in him are being built into a house where God lives in the Spirit. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Their message goes out through all the earth. Their message goes out through all the earth. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. Their message goes out through all the earth. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth their words to the uppermost bounds of the world. 
their message goes out through all the earth. Alleluia, alleluia. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. The glorious company of apostles praise you. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went out into the hills to pray, and he spent the whole night in prayer to God. When the day came, he summoned his disciples and picked out twelve of them. He called them apostles. Simon, whom he called Peter, and his brother Andrew. James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James the son of Alphaeus, Simon called the Zealot, Judas son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, it amazes me how little we actually know uh, about the Apostles. I mean, when you stop and think about it, it's, it's quite surprising. I mean, St. Paul writes to the Ephesians that, you know, that the Apostles and Prophets are the foundation of God's household, of this building which Jesus established. Um, and yet, when you look at the list of the Twelve, um, okay, Peter, James, John, yeah, we got, we got a handle on those guys. But, you know, for the rest of them, you sort of... You get pretty sparse details. And, you know, there are lots of legends and, you know, we hear about, you know, their martyrdom and things like that. But at the end of the day, the Gospels themselves, pretty quiet on these other blokes. And the historical evidence is pretty thin. But I guess we're left with the most important information. Um, And that seems to be this. Jesus picked him. He spends a whole night in prayer and then ends up with these 12. And 12, of course, is you know, a very suggestive number in the history of Israel because the foundation of the people of Israel was the 12 tribes, the 12 sons of Jacob of Israel. Well, Jesus is picking his new sons, I suppose, the ones who would be his closest collaborators, the ones who would be the beginning of this new people of God. So today, we've got Simon and Jude. Um, Simon here gets described as a zealot. Now, uh, the zealots were a, a bit of a sort of theological slash political movement. Um, they were the ones who were, you know, pretty annoyed at the Roman occupation. And pretty keen to get rid of them. Um, and it sort of made them, um, well, zealous, of course, but um, perhaps what today we would probably call quasi-terrorists. In fact, it's the rebellion of the zealots that causes the Romans to send extra legions to Jerusalem in the year 70 to destroy the temple. So that's dear old Simon. Then, of course, we've also got St. Jude today. Um, And Jude uh, is often called uh, Thaddeus in some of the lists. Um, So, you know, don't get confused. They're not two different people. But um, you can imagine why he was probably called Thaddeus. You'd probably want to distinguish your name from um, Judas Iscariot. Um, I mean, imagine if your name was Adolf. You'd probably be looking for a nickname too. 
Now, the reason why these two guys get lumped together into one feast day is because it's believed that they teamed up uh, and then preached the gospel in Persia, um, which is modern-day Iran. But even though we do a bit of, you know, sort of guesswork in terms of, you know, their history and what they got up to, I, I still think that the most important thing about them is that Jesus picked them. You know, after this night of prayer that, right, you 12, you guys are going to be apostles. You guys are going to be the ones who are sent out into the world and the ones who are going to be the foundation of this new household. I mean, would you have picked a couple of fishermen? Would you have picked, you know, two brothers who were known as Sons of Thunder? Um, (laughs) They might be a little bit of trouble later on in the piece. I mean, what about a tax collector? Would you pick one of those? A zealot. A quasi-terrorist. <laughs> I mean, on paper, if you were a headhunter, the one you'd probably want is um, Judas Iscariot. Uh, you know, he at least knew how to deal with money. <laughs> no, there's something about God's election. It kind of confounds our own sort of expectations Um, precisely because we measure one another and we measure our own capacities according to what we have now. But that's not how Jesus seems to have chosen these guys. He seems to know what they can become, not simply who they are. Because it's interesting, when you look at this list of 12, you may as well just sort of say, well, okay, here's a list of guys who ran away when Jesus was arrested. That with the exception of John, they all chickened out and couldn't be there when Jesus hung upon the cross. In fact, that last bloke, he's the reason why he's hanging on the cross. No, why did Jesus pick him? Well, I think because he knows what they turn into when they're filled with the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. He knows what they can become. He hasn't picked them for who they are, but who they will be. That the influence of grace, when it fills a heart, that only God knows what's possible in that moment. Only God knows what can be accomplished. Kind of brings me back to my original point, right? what's, What's important about these 12 apostles? Jesus picked them. He took them from among his disciples brought them into his close circle of friends, taught them, lived with them, corrected them when they were being idiots, and forgave them when they ran away. In short, he transformed them, made them into something entirely new. Now, the frightening reality is that one of them turned away, Judas Iscariot. And poor St. Jude has had to deal with the confusion with the names ever since. But I think it becomes a really important point when we consider our own personal relationship with Christ. That he picked us. Okay, maybe not to be apostles, but certainly to be members of this household with the apostles as its foundation. And that Christ has called us. Has brought us into his friendship. Not because of who we are but because of who we can become, that in his friendship, living this life of discipleship, that we too might be transformed by his grace, that we might become something 
so much more than we already are. You and me, we've been called by name. By Jesus. And the rest of the church may not know much about us. Our history might be opaque to everyone else. But not to Christ. He's not too fussed about where we've been. But he certainly knows what we can become. So, you know, Simon and Jude today. Holiness comes when we say yes. Holiness comes when we allow Jesus to perform this great transformation, when we put ourselves in the position of a disciple, of a follower. So one last word just before we finish. Today would be a great day to pray for vocations, especially to the priesthood and to religious life, that those that Christ calls might indeed respond with great generosity and that through the action of the Holy Spirit and the life lived in discipleship, those whom Christ calls may be made faithful witnesses to the gospel and true saints. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot, at this moment, receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, Salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen.
we seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test, and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father. Thank you.